What's up, Whisper Nation? It is Thirsty Thursday, and your boys are back here, the Fantasy Whispers, and we're talking some wide receivers, some running backs that you might want to try to trade for right now or trade away. And then we're going to dive into some matchups that you might want to either get these guys in your lineup or temper some expectations for this weekend. All that and more on this episode of the Fantasy Whispers. Make sure you hit that subscribe and hit that bell on the way in. Right here. That's right. Like Johnny said, we're going to be talking our biggest Thirsty Thursday topics heading into week five of the 2021 fantasy football season. But if you like that fresh fantasy football content, and I know you do, and I know you want more of it. So consider subscribing on the YouTube channel, giving this and other videos a like on your way in. Welcome all the way in, Whisper Nation. My name is Big Travi. You can find me on Twitter at Big Travi TFW. I'm joined by Johnny Game Time Hicks, who you can also find on Twitter at Johnny underscore Game Time. Johnny, what's good, brother? Dude, what's going on, man? The Whisper Nation showing out. They're excited. They're pumped, dude. Thirsty Thursday is going to be fierce tonight. We got some players. Oh, man. Mr. Oh, man. Yo. Oscar the Grouch saying, let Alex Collins loose. Yeah, we're going to talk about all of this stuff right now. So here's the deal. The Thirsty Thursday is just our our treat that we started this this year uh, (laughs) to try and give you guys a little bit more as we head into the the week five slate of games. And we wanted to give you that extra extra show. And so on this show, we're going to talk about buy low, sell high guys. We're going to talk about trade targets, trade, you know, guys you want to trade away. We're going to talk about cornerback wide receiver matchups that we really like or dislike this week and also we're going to talk about news and notes and so we're going to start the show with that johnny but before yep. we do i want to let whisper nation know about underdog fantasy underdog fantasy is the best and easiest place to play fantasy football for big cash prizes they have player prop bets like over under on touchdowns receiving yardage rushing totals and more we will be helping you build a few bet sleeps slips each week Hopefully they're not sleep. So bad sleeps they're, right there, dude. Don't sleep. Uh, but head on over to underdogfantasy.com and download the app. They're going to give you $10 when you use the promo code TFW. That is underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Use the promo code TFW for 10 bucks of free money. That's TFW for $10. Johnny, did you, you well, you went to a WNBA game last night. I don't, yeah, I don't know dude. You caught the Dodgers winning in uh, in the ninth inning the wild card yeah. playoff game. It was a walk-off home run by Chris Taylor. So I was watching it with, with my girlfriend last night and we, it was just an epic game for baseball, but I, I know you went to the WNBA game. It's just, it's fun that uh, we're getting into that groove right now. We're going to have playoff baseball and football into the mix. So it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. Uh, shout out Phoenix Mercury, one game away from uh, going to the finals. And uh, dude, it's, it's a good time to be a, a Arizona fan right now it's a good time to be a, a sports fan and congrats to your Dodgers yeah my Diamondbacks dude we couldn't even lose right dude we had to lose the last game of the season to get the number one pick and guess what we won unbelievable yeah. dude we can't even they're lose not, right though. they're definitely not yeah. my Dodgers I'll be pulling for them in the playoffs I'm a big Angels fan but uh definitely not a Dodger fan but that was a great yeah. game just wanted to bring that up Whisper Nation out here showing up and showing out right now yeah and uh Corey in here saying I love the extra show cracking a beer for thirsty Thursday cheers everyone cheers 420 says four hey guys we see all your guys's <laughs> questions in here 
<laughs> we see all your guys' questions in here. We're going to get to those at the end of the show. That's our, our drill here. We want to get through some of the other content here for you, though. And part mm. of that is the news and notes. And, Johnny, it's been a busy news day today. Mm. So because we have so much, I don't want to you know sit here and just go over all the ton of the news. We'll have a bigger mm. show on news and notes tomorrow uh, with the news and nuggets show that we do but i want to roll through some of these headlines and and you can start telling me you know quickly what you think the big deal is if it's a you know are you buying or selling uh that's what we'll do here we'll do a little buy or sell on this news because we have so much of it oh you know i Um, like the buy or sells so let's roll into it lions oc anthony lynn says he's hinting at the hot or i'm sorry uh, the beat writer says that he hints at a hot hand backfield johnny are you buying or selling this for the detroit lions here I'm somewhat buying it, somewhat selling it. And by that, I mean, I do think that there will be games in which Detroit will want to run the ball a little bit more to stay in game. So who are they going to then give the ball a little bit more to? Well, that would be a Jamal game. And so I, but does it mean that in any game I'm, I'm benching Swift or Swift doesn't have the ceiling? No, because he does still have the ceiling. He does can't get that, that, ultimate ceiling with Jamal there being the only, you know, running back there. But I do think this makes, you know, Jamal a continuous hold, uh, you know, as a RB three flex play on certain weeks, if they have like a positive uh, looking game script, then you can throw him out there. I think that's more so what he's like hinting at or talking about as opposed to, Hey, every single week, I'm just rolling the dice and I'm going to throw these guys out there and whoever's, you know, playing better, I'm going to stick with. So we got uh, Cowboys Amari Cooper hamstring and the rib injury that he dealt with with the Chargers. And then he pulled a hamstring, came back in that game. But he says on how he's feeling, I'm good. Pain ain't nothing that bad. And he will play Sunday versus the Giants. Are you buying or selling that the pain isn't inhibiting Amari Cooper? I, this guy, like the fact that he came back in the game before is amazing to me. So I'm, I mean, yeah, you just he's, see this he's, all he's the time always, where guys, guys yeah. on hamstrings, like will leave the game. And I thought for sure I was sitting yeah. there like, cause I have Cooper in a few leagues and I'm watching pull up on his hamstring and I go, well, that's it. It's a Sterling Shepard day or an AJ Brown day where he pulls yeah. his hamstring and he's done. Cooper comes back into the game, snags all the targets, scores the touchdown was- and then basically scored on some cornerback. He didn't even know his name. CJ Henderson. He's like, Oh, CJ oh, Henderson. It's like, turn that? around. Let yeah, me, yeah. let me read the back of your Jersey. Oh, there. oh, okay. That's nice to know. Yeah. So I I'm with you. I'm buying that. This is no big deal. And he's, and he's continuing to do that. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey practicing on Thursday. Johnny, are you buying the opportunity for him to come back this week? Or you think it's more of a next week thing? John, I mean the, the Christian McCaffrey take just absolutely, uh, he froze Johnny here. Wow. Whoa, you there? Shutting us down. Back. Can you, you see there? me? Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Now you see right. me. Now you don't. Now you, you don't, dude. They didn't like my take. Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Testing, I got testing. Yeah. All yeah, right. I Sorry. You. I don't know. I, I guess they're just trying to shut down the channel. They don't. They don't like what I'm saying here. <laughs> um. Uh, let's try again with that Christian McCaffrey because I didn't hear you and I don't know what if was, we got through or not. Yes. No worries. Uh, so with Christian McCaffrey, I do think that they'll hold him out one more week. And then uh, just because they need it, like, I mean, they don't need him, obviously, like their offense can move efficiently without him. But like, he's a huge piece. Why risk putting him in there a week too early? I think they might learn their lesson from what has happened over the last few weeks. Yeah, I think um, I think that's coming glitchy. Yeah, you're coming in a little bit laggy. Maybe hop off and okay. hop back on. We'll try and. Uh... We'll try yeah. and get that going. Um, carry, I'll carry keep me. Rolling carry through. Me. Yeah, I got you. So 
yeah, I agree with Johnny here. I think this is a situation, Whisper Nation, where Christian McCaffrey is probably back next week. But you like this. They didn't put him on IR. You liked that part of it. And now he's back at practice. You like that, too. Pat Shermer saying that Teddy Bridgewater is trending in the right direction. This is good news for your Broncos pieces. You're not going to really start Teddy Bridgewater, but our, our running backs, our wide receivers, Noah Fant, we like that, that Teddy Bridgewater is trending in the right direction to come back. This one's a really bit shocking, but I guess not for a proud franchise in the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are reportedly a heck no on benching Big Ben, who we've seen Big Ben's situation be something that's something uh, a little bit scary right now with Big Ben. He's not able to get the ball down the field like we want. He had the one pass this whole season to Deontay Johnson that we liked last week over Jair Alexander, but seems to be just peppering Najee Harris with targets. Um, So that's kind of what we're dealing with right there. I'm going to welcome Johnny back in. How are we doing, brother? All right. Hopefully we good. We good. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds like you're back with us. Uh, Just finishing up about Big Ben, but we'll move on to another quarterback in the AFC North. Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield, who has been wearing a shoulder harness to play, suffered a partially torn labrum in his left shoulder on September 19th versus the Texans, sources say. No surgery needed as of now. He was listed on the report after the injury. He was listed on the report after the injury and hasn't missed a practice snap yet. Johnny, big news here. This is on the non-throwing shoulder, but we saw Baker Mayfield very inaccurate last week. Mm-hmm. Big news here, or are you kind of just rolling with it? I'm just rolling with it. It does make sense why they might like Cream. Well, we'll talk about Cream Hunt in a little bit, but it does make sense why he's been a little bit more involved. Um, you know, they continue to run a lot as well. So, uh, yeah, it's just something to keep monitored. But, yeah, hopefully it'll heal sooner rather than later. Uh, Chris Carson, this is probably the biggest news, especially with tonight's game going Mm -hmm. on. Chris Carson has a chronic long-term neck injury, Johnny, and he's probably not going to play on Thursday. So this is what we're looking at. Continue to monitor this. This hasn't been announced yet officially. Obviously, it's 90 minutes before kickoff that they'll announce inactives or actives. Mm -hmm. But um, Alex Collins would be a very sneaky ad for you right now if he's still available on your waivers. He was an ad for uh, in the on the waiver wire column and the show that we put out on Tuesday. Johnny's shaking his head because he knows I went and snuck uh, Alex Collins on my roster. In Two WAV dollars over me. Two WAV dollars. I knew it. I knew I should have did. What do you, uh, Alex Collins has stuff. looked explosive in limited snaps this year. He tends to do this. He tends to have flashes of, of looking pretty good. This is the offense that he knows you know, decently well. He's played before in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you feeling about Alex Collins? Where on the radar would you put Alex Collins uh, if he if Carson were to leave or not play this game? I'm I think he's a, a wide or a running back, low end running back two has some upside, obviously uh, a little bit of a difficult matchup here. But again, he is look good. We know they're going to run the ball. We do know that they're going to slow down the game and so or try to anyway. And uh, so I do think he's like that RB3, RB2 borderline. Um, I know we had some good questions about uh, whether or not they'd start Collins or uh, Damon Williams. A lot of people are asking that. I would rather start Damian Williams over um, just because he has a better matchup than uh, what Collins has tonight. But I do think you could throw Collins in there if you need a running back. He's got upside. Like, he, he, they, he, they could rush for a touchdown tonight. Like, that's a, I mean, that yeah, is a possibility. I definitely agree with you that Damian Williams is the start. I'm trying to find the sweet spot for Alex Collins because right now I have a couple, you know, personal situations where I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out Collins. But I think he is on the RB2-3 borderline. And he's definitely going to be somebody, especially with the way the the – 
the running back position is so depleted right now. So I think Collins is going to be a guy you can get in there. This is supposed to be a high-scoring game. Seattle is at home. They'll want to try and control the tempo here because they're playing against a high-flying Rams team. So I do think Collins is going to get plenty of work should Carson sit. So I definitely think he's worth the start. All right, we'll roll through some of these other uh, topics. Jimmy G will not did not practice yesterday. Trey Lance is looking like he's going to start this game, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Um, that is good news for those, you know, basically. Them up. Yeah, it's good news for Trey Lance. It's, yeah. I mean, this is this is going to be something to very monitor, uh, to monitor very much. So uh, on the Bears side of the ball, we have Justin Fields being announced the starter going forward. Finally, there the Andy go, Dalton era is done. We can move forward with Justin Fields. This is another matchup for Justin Fields against the Raiders that we're looking closely with Bill Lazor as another game um, that uh, he's going to be calling play. So I'm excited about Fields and his outlook. Yep. Really quickly, we have the Dolphins placing Will Fuller on the IR due to a finger injury. He's going to at least miss the next three games. Any uptick at all for Gusecki, Parker, and the boys, Waddle, those guys? Uh, Parker, huge beneficiary. Uh, Mantra him, though, he did miss practice yesterday. I do expect him to give it a go, though. And then um, also uh, Jacecki, man. He, yeah. he's, he's like a go-to guy right now for uh, Brissett. Last two items here. We have Sean McVay wanting to get Woods more opportunities. Oh, we'll Johnny, talk about I know, this. I know you're uh, pretty excited about that. We'll obviously talk about the squeaky wheel narrative there, but maybe yep. better days ahead for Woods. Feels like we've been saying that all year, but let's see. Uh, Josh Gordon, now official, will make his re-debut. Johnny's boy, Josh Gordon, ready to just <laughs> set the world on fire. No more. Pick him up. You won't. Fire. Yeah. Would well, you that pick him up? New- I did not. Uh, actually, no, I, that's a lie. I picked him up in a Yahoo League. I didn't okay. pick up the Fair enough. All right, Whisper Nation, that does the news and notes. We see your questions. We're going to continue to work through the show, and we will get to those questions right after. We're excited. All you guys in here, about 15 of you guys watching, smash that like button, hit that subscribe if you're new to the channel, and keep those questions coming. We're going to get to them at the end of the show. We appreciate that. We're going to move into the next segment of the show on Thirsty Thursday here, and that is buy low, sell high. It's a favorite in the fantasy community. How do we get out of this guy at a maximum value? How do we bring on a guy that's about to pop off? So Johnny and I are going to pick one uh, player each on the buy low and the sell high situation. And so let's start with the buy low. And Johnny, I'll start it off here with Calvin Ridley, because I think Calvin Ridley, especially after today's news, also, we didn't get, get to cover that, but Calvin Ridley will not be traveling with the team to London. Personal matters. He's mispracticed the last couple of days, and he's not going to go to London. But I think another situation where we can buy low on Calvin Ridley, this is even a better because you can be making your case for a whole nother week. He's got 28% of his team's target market share. Uh, that's absolutely awesome. He's got no other player on the on the Falcons has over 18%. He's third in the NFL in red zone targets this year, and he's never even got a touchdown on the year. So we love that because it's just he's due. You know, you think about what's going to happen and what should progress or regress back to the mean, and he should be getting these scores. But the big one are in these advanced metric. Number two in the NFL in unrealized air yards with 289. He's number two in the NFL in air yard share with 48%. 48% of his team's air yard share. I mean, that's massive. Uh, he's missing the London game, but it's only a matter of time before he pops. And I think you should go work to go get him either this week or next week, because I think his opportunity is just going to start really. I mean, the opportunity's there, but he's really going to start cashing in on that opportunity right now. We've seen some weird things in that offense, Mike Davis, and then Corderell Patterson is a guy that's, you know, 
you know, I'll talk about him in a second, but he's a guy that's definitely making the most out of those plays. I think it's going to shift towards more in Kyle Pitts and Calvin Ridley's favor going forward. Yeah, I do think uh, it is interesting, right? I've been, you know, the one anti Calvin Ridley right on the show. However, I do think it's starting to get to the point where his his value is is ultimately like it's bottoming out. And right. so I do think that you can go out and, and acquire him. And and like you said, then it's like a no risk, uh, a no risk trade for you right now, because you the people, you know, people that are, are asking about trading for Ridley right now, like they're having to give up very little for him. And so I do think, you know, due to the market share there, uh, they have started the last two games. So you talk about over 10 targets. That's where you want to get Ridley. If he can get over those 10 targets, then he uh, and then, you know, history dictates and shows that he does well with the, that amount of targets. And like you said, he should do. He should be due for some more touchdowns. That offense kind of stalls in the red zone quite often. Or yeah, the fantasy glitch just takes all the touchdowns there. Johnny, I wanted to kick it back over to you because you have a guy yeah. that's uh, been somebody you've been hyping up all offseason, and and you think there's an opportunity to buy Chase Edmonds low here. Yeah, I I know it might sound a little disgusting. You're like Chase Edmonds. He once again hasn't scored any touchdowns. Why would I want that? I want upside guys, Johnny. Why are you giving me Chase Edmonds? blah like he's just blah well i i disagree one i think he's a really talented running back and two stats kind of back that up right three out of four weeks he's had 11 or more carries for this offense as we already know how explosive this offense is top five in the in the nfl he's had four at least four targets in each of his first four games he is the by far the pass catcher running back there for Arizona which Kyler likes a lot he checks down to him quite often he's had at least one red zone carry or run red area carry in the first four games they really do want to get him a touchdown they tried on the last game against the Rams uh he's 11th in rushing yards on this on the season so despite you know not getting uh, or having a lack of touchdowns he's certainly putting it down on the field right now Travis third in breakaway runs which is also why I do think he does end up getting in the end zone uh more than what he has already through or what he hasn't really through the season but I do think he starts scoring some touchdowns because uh like I said third right now in breakaway runs, eventually he's going to break away for a long touchdown, and you're going to want to have him on your team. Right now he's an RB2 with RB1 upside, and yet you can go and get him for minimal right now because people are, you know, when they say Chase Edmonds, like they don't really believe in him, nor do they, like, does he carry a lot of value because of his name, but you know, you look at the analytics, Travis, and he's actually performing quite well. And then you talk about James Conner, not exactly the biggest guy of on a bill of health, right? So if anything did happen to James Conner, it would be interesting. They would probably use Edmonds more as that goal line running back. Yeah, I think this is an interesting one to put in here because I do think that Chase Edmonds is somebody I didn't think you would be able to buy him low. But if you can sell the narrative that Connor is taking up so much away from Chase Edmonds, you should to the guy that you're trying to acquire Chase Edmonds, because 
Again, he's getting around a 14% market share, I believe, or uh, yeah, yeah, 14% target market share. And that's the big winner for me because we're trying to find somebody else, AJ Green, Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore in this offense. Maybe really it's, 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 uh, you know, Chase Edmonds. That's the secondary option in the offense right now at a 14% market share. And he gets some rushing ability too. And he's had some big pop plays. So for me, Chase Edmonds is a, is a snag right now as a, as a firm RB2 with weekly RB1 upside. All right, Johnny, maybe you have picked up Corderell Patterson on waivers um, and you're sitting here like the rest of the industry telling you to sell high. I agree. I agree that we should sell high on Patterson. And it's only because I think I don't think Patterson goes away here, Johnny. I don't think that he's going to be somebody that just completely falls off the map. But this production that he is seeing right now, five total touchdowns on the year, Johnny on 49 touches. I mean, that is the epitome of unsustainable. In week four, he only played 23 of a possible 76 offensive snaps, and he scored on 25% of his pass routes. Once again, unsustainable. The activation and use of Wayne Gallman last week tells me they want to move more to a three-headed backfield, um, especially as the ground game you know, is concerned just pure rushing. And that's concerning in itself because I don't think Patterson has a path to actually take over the job as the running back here. They see him more as a utility weapon in the offense on the season. You look at this 35% snap count, 31% rush percentage and 13.7% target share. He's living on extremely high efficiency and pass pay pass splash plays. Sorry. He's touching the ball on 46% of his snaps. That's the big one for me. He's getting low snaps and then touching the ball every time he gets in the game. That's not something that's sustainable. That's not something this offense can telegraph and continue to do. And again, the five touchdowns in four games, there's just too much here screaming at us numbers-wise to say like, hey, this is not going to last. Try and get him at maximum value. I've been shopping him for a guy like Calvin Ridley. I know of people that have shopped him for Robert Woods because if you want to buy the dip on Robert Woods, I understand understand it i guess uh, i think for me it's just like about getting trying to return wide receiver two one one two borderline for him and see if you can't get that back and running back to you know one borderline with somebody with more consistent volume um, than what we're seeing right now out of uh Corderell patterson yeah you could definitely get uh, a lot for him right now because you know he's had three out of four games where he's he's blown up and so um you know many people will look into that and they'll say, okay, I think it's going to be consistent. And so you could probably get a really good deal done like that, depending on your league. Now, if you're in a higher stakes league, it's going to be more difficult because like you said, a lot of people are looking at that stuff and saying, well, the efficiency can't be sustainable, but we have seen it happen before anomalies do happen from time to time. Uh, Again, I think, you know, you don't necessarily have to get rid of them, but if you can sell high, then then do it. Because here's the the big piece uh, real quick before we move on that I, I like that you guys said. Uh, Austin brought it up on the show, and you've talked about it as well. Where if you can swap, because is Patterson still going to be good? Yeah, I, I do still think he's going to be good. Now, will he regress? I do think because those are astronomical numbers. But if you can trade him for something that is something more consistent or something that you know is has a greater potential to return uh, the value than what you're already getting right now in Patterson, then you make the trade because now you're, you're banking on, um, you know, the fallback kind of thing with, with the same upside. 
Yeah, I think that's the that's the thing is like if you went zero RB and you're sitting there like and you picked up Patterson, I don't necessarily need think that you need to go trade Patterson, you know, go ahead and just kind of, you know, figure out what you need to do there and and keep him on the roster. But if you have some plethora of backs and you have plethora of wide receivers and you're looking for more consistency at either position, go and take Patterson and trade him for a guy that's maybe even a little bit low volume wise or people are a little bit off of and go grab them if you can johnny who is your sell high candidate well actually before i do that mike rice says new to the channel made sure to hit the like button mike we love it appreciate you mike we love everybody that's here watching we will get to the questions we're about done with this segment of the show we're going to do a buy low sell high this segment and then some quarterback wide receiver matchups but mike Welcome to the channel. Hit that sub if you like fresh fantasy football content, and we will continue to get to everybody in the chat here with your questions shortly. Johnny, we have one more sell high for you, and you are talking about the Cleveland Browns running back, Kareem Hunt. Might not be another popular topic here, but listen, talking about overperformers, that's why I'm I'm bringing up Kareem Hunt, and that's it's just overperformer and sustainability. Can he continue this? And you know, data said he would suggest he can't. He's currently the RB6 in standard, RB8 in PPR, only seeing 41% of his uh, team's opportunity share. Travis, two out of his four games he's played in, he's had 41% or fewer snaps. So talking, as you know, similar to Cordero, right? Getting uh, not a huge uh, snap count, but he is certainly producing much more than what he's getting uh, as far as his touches 16th in rushing yards right now and 15th in receiving yards for running back. So like that, it's just not lining up. Uh, he's very touchdown dependent. If you look at his game to game breakdown, he has three rushing touchdowns on or three touchdowns right now in the season. In those three games, he was RB 13, RB two and RB 16 and PPR. You, you look at the game where he didn't score a touchdown this season. He was RB 43. They're playing the LA chargers this weekend, which gives up the fifth fewest receiving yards to running backs this season so far. So I do think that it's a, a time to get out of hunt right now is to sell kind of high. Cause he's coming off a major game. So if you can, like we're, you know, similar to talking with Patterson, you can get an upgrade at a running back position. That's getting more volume and is going to be more consistent than I think you do that right now with a guy like Kareem hunt. So we've got the chat is popping off and I know we said we would yeah. wait, I have to I have to get into some of this stuff here. First of all, Eric saying just subbed. You guys are Ooh, awesome. Appreciate, appreciate you, Eric. Yeah. Everybody rocking with us right now. But the chosen rose comes in and says, Someone is offering me CMC and Darnell Mooney for James Robinson and Calvin Ridley. What are your thoughts? I said smash this deal. Absolutely take this deal right now. Yes. Because CMC returning back to practice, especially if it's PPR. Uh, that's great news for you. He didn't go there. And uh, yeah, I just think this is this is the way you got to do. Take that deal absolutely right now. Yeah. All right, Dar- so, Darnell Mooney uh, really coming on with field seems to have a connection there to let him go deep. Like, I think Mooney's yeah. a whatever piece in this deal. Like the yeah, deal here is exactly. CMC. I would right, do right. James Robinson and Ridley for CMC immediately right yeah. now. But then you get Mooney as a little upshot, little swing. I think you know, yeah, Corey coming in here is CMC still at risk for another injury. Sure. But everybody in the NFL playing the running back position is. And we've already seen that we don't trust the Jaguars with James Robinson from week to week. We know he's going to have his spiked weeks, but he's not going to be 
what he was before. And then Ridley, I do think is a buy low, but we already have a personal issue and some things we're dealing with. Like go get CMC now if you can. And, and that's, you that's can, a league winning move right there. If you're able, if CMC can stay healthy and do what he does, then that's a league winning move. And with CMC reportedly coming back soon, now the, uh, the, value for chuba is going down so you also, can now go and try to handcuff him for a lot absolutely. cheaper than you could i what well, it's not being talked about a lot with cmc either is that there's maybe even a bigger ceiling for cmc than we've seen because if darnold hits another level and this offense yeah. is better then cmc is going to have better opportunities and i think that's just good all around so basically yep. uh, i think i like that too all right last section of the show before we jump into the fan questions we appreciate every single one of you in there uh, keep hitting that like button if you're and subscribe if you're new to the channel. We're going to talk about cornerback and wide receiver matchups. We look at some PFF data. We look at uh, some other, you know, uh, detailed stats here. And we're trying to pick guys that we think have a tough matchup that you should temper expectations on or they have an uh, exploitable matchup that we really like. So I'll start us off with one of those exploitable matchups. And I think Jamison Crowder versus Avery Williams uh, of the Atlanta Falcons is a great one to go and target right now. First of all, we got Crowder who kind of rolls out of bed with like nine to 12 targets. Like this is a guy over his career that just consistently gets targeted. And we talk about all the time that like targets are earned. We know that wide receivers that are really good earn their targets. Slot targets are even more earned because they're going up against, you know, worse matchups, you know, uh, as far as the cornerbacks are concerned. So I really like what Crowder brings to the table, you know, regardless. Then he goes seven of nine in his debut for 61 and a touchdown. Zach Wilson himself seems to pepper the slot with targets. We've seen that in the preseason. We saw it in the games he's been able to throw. Um, Godwin, who was the last healthy, good slot wide receiver to face Avery Williams of the Atlanta Falcons went four of five for 62 yards and a touchdown. So we like that PFF has this matchup graded on a scale of hundred as a 76.3 for Crowder or good. We like this matchup and then Atlanta, they are allowing the second most receiving touchdowns and the fourth most points per game to wide receivers right now in fantasy. I think if you pick Crowder up and you're looking for that PPR flex, there's probably none better than Crowder right now as a PPR flex. Plus you get a little bit of action in the London game. I love that. Wake up a little bit early. Oh yeah, dude. You know, I'm excited. Turn on the TV and watch Crowder and have something to root for. I love it. So give me Crowder this week as my plus matchup for the cornerback wide receiver matchup. But Johnny, who do you got in your um, plus matchup for this week? So for my plus, plus matchup this week, Hey, we said at the top of the show, squeaky wheel gets the grease, baby. We're talking about Bobby trees. I'm getting them in my lineup. I know it seems scary. I know it seems uh, not the right, like the, the right move because Cooper cup seems to be that dominant wide receiver for LA Rams right now. And then you got Van Jefferson popping off. So you kind of see Robert Woods hiding in the trees right now, but I'm telling you, he's about to emerge. Listen, if you don't believe me, take it from Sean McVay. This is a direct quote. Robert is a leader. He's a captain, and he's been doing a good job up to this point. We just need to get him some more opportunities, and that starts with me, period, end quote. You're looking at this offense, sixth-ranked offensive scoring uh, or for offenses, and only the Chiefs, Cowboys, and Vikings have a higher employed uh, implied Vegas total uh, for this weekend, as far as total points, you got to look to get to uh, Bobby Trees in your lineup. Seattle giving up the ninth most fantasy points to wide receivers this season. I think it's the squeaky wheel gets the grease. I do believe that Robert Woods has a monster game tonight. Thirsty Thursday. 
come alive. Hopefully it's a big gulp, not <laughs> one of those uh, terrible tequila shots. That's I what feel, I'm hoping hey, for. Tequila's great, man. I love me some tequila. But hey, but terrible I, one. I feel like you are so you're so good at this show. You're like, hey, it's Thirsty Thursday. I gotta talk about Robert Woods. So those that are thirsty of putting Woods in their lineup, I can satiate I'm, that thirst for them. So I appreciate it. It's good for production. I'm gonna talk about now a tempering expectation matchup here. Uh, somebody that we look at the matchup at cornerback and we look at the situation um, for the team and we say maybe pump the brakes a little bit. And I know this isn't going to be popular, but CeeDee Lamb is my pump the brakes a little bit. He's facing a Dory Jackson right now. A Dory Jackson of the New York Giants is ranked uh, as the 24th best cornerback and the highest ranked cornerback on his team per PFF. He's also allowing a catch percentage of only 67% to opposing wide receivers. He's also allowing under a yard per route covered. So that's a big one there that he is basically, you know, especially um, against these teams that he's faced. I mean, obviously they've had some matchups against, you know, Washington and against New Orleans where the, the teams weren't as high powered as Dallas, but you know, I think that CD is not somebody we're trusting a whole bunch either right now, coming off of only eight targets and five catches in his last two games. And then additionally, Dallas has just been taking what the defense gives them. Um, they're going to face a New York team that has been slightly more stout against the pass than the run. So for me, it's just I, I don't think that I'm benching CD Lamb unless I have a much better option. But based on draft capital, you may not. But I do think that I'm saying, OK, I might need upside more in my flex if I'm starting CD Lamb, because I do think this is a game where CD could kind of not get the best of the matchup this week. I like it. Oh, got to give a huge shout out to our guy, Matt, here with the oh, super chat. Appreciate that, brother. Yeah. That's how you get the chat right in here. He says, yo, what's up, guys? What's I was up? offered Kareem Hunt and Mike Williams for Dalvin. What do you think? It's a vampire league. Ooh. I mean, I'm almost tempted to take this deal with Dalvin's injury with the ankle. It's been acting up. I would be hesitant, though, to do it because, as we just said, Kareem Hunt is a guy living off extreme efficiency right now. Um, I do think he's going to stay around the RB two, three borderline all year. Mm -hmm. Mike Williams is another guy that's really playing very well, Johnny. Um, he had a down game, but he is a guy that they want to continue, especially in the Joe Lombardi offense, feeding him targets for me. It's tough. I, I don't think I could give up Dalvin just yet. Um, not for a guy that I wasn't going to get more consistent usage out. Like the running back I get back has to get more touches than, than the hunts getting. Yeah. I think um, even though I do like both hunt and Williams, I, I would hold with Dalvin. What about you, Johnny? Yeah, I think I would have the same response. It is very close. Um, very close for me, but yeah, I think I would just rather have like Dalvin. Dalvin's one of those guys that could, I know we've seen Mike Williams get, uh, you know, over 20 fantasy points, but I Dalvin just does it so consistently. So it's hard to get that out of your lineup. You know, you got it. Uh, yeah. Matt says, cool. Thanks for the Great advice. Question. Thank you, Matt. Hopefully you're new to the channel. Hopefully you hit that subscribe button and you help us continue to grow. We're trying to get to over 3000 subs. We're on yep. our way doing that. Johnny, uh, your temper expectation matchup. That's the last one. And then we'll get into these fan questions here. All right, so my last one here, temper expectations. Look, he's coming off of a good game. There seems to be a building of a rapport there, and that is Kenny G. I want you to – I understand that uh, he had uh, over 100 yards receiving last week, and it looks like a great matchup against Dallas and a high-scoring one at that. But I want you to temper your expectations with Kenny G. You might have some better options in your lineup this week uh, because right now – 
Trayvon Diggs is uh, the guy that's going to be going up against Kenny G or, or uh, scheduled to somewhat shadow him. He has been a phenomenal quarter, a corner back this year. Probably one of the most improved players, probably one of the most, you know, if you're talking about defensive MVPs, he's got to be on that list of top five. He's got a wide, check this out, Travis, him and Stefan Diggs have both had a reception in every single game this year. The difference is Stefan Diggs is a wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills who pass a lot. And uh, Diggs is a cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys who is not on offense. So that's a wild stat to me that uh, that's how well he's doing. And I expect him to be shadowing Kenny G this whole time uh, and, and really to limit Kenny G and then I would expect better days ahead for him. I'd probably go and target Kenny G after this week, after he has another bad game. People, he probably would be dropped because people are thinking the one one game was just a, a, a rare occurrence. And then you could probably get him for pennies on the dollar. But yeah, if you have Kenny G, get him out of your lineup this week. Right on. That concludes the Thirsty Thursday show. As always, yep. the show is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Make sure you go to underdogfantasy.com or you download the app. Use the promo code TFW for 10 free dollars. That's TFW for 10 free dollars on Underdog Fantasy. All right, guys, let's work through these questions here. Appreciate every single one of you popping yeah. off today. Thirsty Thursday. You guys are thirsty for some action here, including Oscar the Grouch, who says, let Alex Collins loose. It's time. Yeah. It could be time here. Chris Carson. Let's news. go. Corey Bolt says, what's up, guys? I wonder if Oscar likes Alex Collins. <laughs> he hates him. <laughs> he yes, hates he him. Mr. Miyagi comes in, says, start two. Swift, Hunt, Collins, D. Williams, Sermon, half point PPR. Well, you're for sure starting Swift. And I actually think you're starting Kareem Hunt here. Uh, you're going to continue to roll with Kareem Hunt in the usage here, especially with Baker's shoulder. It does seem like they are more willing to run the football a lot more here, which makes Kareem Hunt be a, you know, a very vicious two punch here collins is going to get volume but the rams defense not that great of a matchup although they did give up some good run over the last couple weeks here uh damian williams matchups nice but i don't i think i trust cleveland's offense a lot more than i trust chicago in this one okay fair enough Oscar the Grouch, I'm currently trying to move Mahomes for a top running back because I'm confident I can get the rest of the year with Jalen Hurts. Oh, yeah. I drafted I would him do this as my backup because I knew I would he would have this value. That I think that's a great yep. deal. Um, you're probably going to get Fantastic. way more value out of Patrick Mahomes than you would Jalen Hurts. Yep, 100%. Do it, 420 that. says, hi, guys. What's going What's on? Up? Corey says, I love the extra show. Yeah, he said Thirsty Thursday. Yeah. Mr. Miyagi, it's is it time to drop Gaskin? I have Eckler, Swift, Hunt, Monty, D. Williams, Sermon, and Collins. Yeah, I'm low on I, yeah, go. Yeah, I would I would drop if you have all those Gaskin. running backs, I would yeah. Gaskin unfortunately is not dude. Doing what it. is going on? They loved him so much last year, and now they just they're it's like dude moved on, dude. Oscar moved the ground next level. The Eagles. It's not a good time to be an Eagles fan, lol. Well, yeah. Not really. Yeah. Corey Bolt, Herbert, and Allen as a combo. Um, stack. That's Allen, a nice yeah, stack. yeah. Stack. better yeah. days ahead for Keenan Allen. He's been he's been really solid, even though uh, Mike Williams yep. has been shining. So has Allen. So yep. Rob Navarro says start Antonio Brown or Renfro since Ridley is out PPR. Uh, I'm definitely starting a B like I think yeah. a B's upside, even in a PPR is way more than you know, I mean, he got 11 targets last week. So it's not like he's yep. he's out targeting Renfro. So uh, in a much better offense here. Yep. Mr. Miyagi says start three. CD Lamb, Deontay Johnson, Allen Robinson, Cole Beasley, Shepard. I don't think Shepard's going to actually end up playing. I'm playing De De Deontay. I'm 
Starts with Deontay Johnson and CD Lamb would be my first two. Yeah, uh, I know I talked about the matchup, but you're definitely putting CD Lamb in over some of these guys. And then it's Allen Robinson, I think, is the next one. Beasley yeah. obviously has been up and down with Sanders, um, you know, kind of emerging here. So I would actually go with Allen Robinson, especially another week here of Justin Fields with another game under his belt against the Vegas secondary that has played well, but isn't actually all that great. Uh, Freak Stomper agreeing with us that Brown was to play. Mr. Miyagi says Daniel Ooh, Jones and Cousins, Johnny. Do you go Danny Dimes against... Uh... So I think the only thing that Kirk Cousins hurts Kirk Cousins here is game script, whereas Daniel Jones, I think, could actually fold to the Dallas defense. I could actually see that happening. Um, So I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. I just trust him a little bit more than I trust Daniel Jones. But yeah, with you rushing upside. But yeah, with Cook, uh, with Cook, Dalvin kind of banged up. I, I mean, that's a good running like they a lot of teams run on on Detroit. But with with Cook banged up, they could be. I've been seeing DeAndre Swift as a sell high on a couple of things. I almost brought him up today because I know it would have gotten you a little bit fired up, but we have Mr. Miyagi asking trade Swift for Godwin half point PPR. I would not. I I agree with you. I think the, the ceiling for Swift is much higher with all those mouths to feed in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Edit says Kareem hunt or chase Edmonds this week, Johnny. Get your boy. Give me chase. Give me chase. Yeah. Cat's Pajamas saying, what's up, guys? What's up, CP? What's uh, up, TCP? Jeez, CTC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Uh, Stroker Knight, uh, would you consider trading Waller if you're in need of RB help? If so, who would you target? Well, this is, Stroker, this depends on who you have as a backup tight end. This depends on mm-hmm. who is available at running back. We always say it's hard to go say, you know, go get this guy. You're going to need to look at the other team and see what they need. Find a team that desperately needs tight end production. Um, find a contender, maybe that that's their last missing piece and see if they've got somebody at running back you could go get. But I, I would hang tight with Waller. We're seeing like Waller is Waller's amazing, man. I, I I don't know if I'd be giving up Waller right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I would be interested to see if he could get like some kind of uh, value there if he needs a running back help. But like you said, he's a difference maker as well at the tight end position. So. So this is kind of a lateral move in some ways, but some guy offered him Zeke. This The name here is that guy, Kevin. What's up, that guy? Oh, I like this name. Offered me Zeke for Najee Harris and PPR. Thoughts? So Zeke is second in the NFL uh, in routes run at the running back position. Najee Harris leads the NFL in running back targets and receptions. Now that is buoyed by a 19-target game that he had two weeks ago. But I think because Zeke, Beyonce I trust the out. offense. And you know what people are talking about? That offensive line looks great, and they're about to get Lyle Collins back. Yeah. They're about to be even better. Uh, Zach Martin looking like a stud. The Cowboys offense is one that, like, if they're going to continue to rely on the defense as much as they have been able to, Zeke is going to continue to eat. So, yeah, I yeah. would I would trust the better offense here, even if it is more of a time split. I think this is the one situation I would, I would go and get Zeke for. Mm-hmm. Higby or Knox this week in full point PPR. I don't know how you go away from Knox right now, especially yeah. in a PPR, because check this out. We're going to talk about this on the Sunday night football matchup, but the chiefs are allowing the second most catches to tight ends. So in a PPR format, they're allowing 10 points per game because of all the catches they give up to the tight end. I think that plus Knox's touchdown mm-hmm. upside. He, you got to keep rolling in the flames with Knox here. Yeah, I agree with that. It's Knox this year's uh, Tunyon. 
I don't I don't know if that I'd go that far. But I mean, okay. maybe. Yeah, he is touched. He's been very touchdown dependent. That's that's actually yeah. a pretty good a pretty good stat here. Um, Freak Stomper coming for Zeke here saying, I think Zeke is Eddie Lacy 2.0 in the making. Whoa, dude. Those are some. Whoa, dude. It baffles me that people. It's just because Pollard looks so good. And it's definitely on these limited touches that people continue to doubt uh, Zeke. Zeke has looked good and he's looked better in every game since the Tampa Bay game to start the year. Um, remember, Carolina was a good run defense coming into that game. They were a really stout run yeah. defense so far in the year, and he made number one of them, uh, kind of rocked them, and he continued to rip off big runs. And once again, second routes ran or uh, second in routes run from the running back position on the year. You love that volume. Yeah. Trade D Hop and Montgomery for Najee and Mike Evans. D Hop and oh Monty. man, Ooh. I might do this. Deal. I would do this. Yeah, yeah. I, think I, I would you get do to get this out deal. of Montgomery's four week window. You get to get out of D Hop's uh, volume issue right now for another guy in Evans, who's basically kind of a one for one replacement. He's also a volume yeah. issue one in his offense with yeah. touchdown upside, uh, similar offenses, and then you get Najee Harris, who in PPR right now is killing it right now. And the difference is, is that uh, Kyler is going to take a bunch of rushing touchdowns and I know that Tom Brady gets his, you know, fair share of rushing touchdowns, but he throws for more touchdowns than, uh, Kyler. want to say Corey saying, Hey, what's up to cat's pajamas Ooh, nice. what's up, guys. Appreciate you in here. Gus bus freak stomper saying, how do people think Baker is good? His numbers are like Jimmy G light. Yeah. Here's the thing. Baker's in a big year right now. Yeah. Baker is done with his contract at the end of the year. They could not pick it up. I don't see any reason yet. You know, they'd have to get deep in the playoffs for them to keep Baker around. And right now, it feels like they're masking Baker, similar to the way that they're masking James Winston. I don't feel like they want Baker to do anything. And obviously, the shoulder injury could be affected. Do you think teams ever do that just to get them, like, a little bit cheaper? They're like, hey, we know we can win this other way, so we're just going to, you know, win that other way, get them a little bit cheaper, and then really, like, ramp them up. Yeah, uh, man. Save some money. Yeah. Like yeah. kind of limit his upside. They tell yeah. him okay, limit his upside. Yeah. One yeah. nation for Shavaria says Ooh, I have nice Chase Edmonds on my bench. They offered me Keenan Allen for a trade. I accepted standard league. So he he got out of Edmonds because he was on his bench and got. I think Keenan it's fine. I, I mean, he needed yeah. the wide receiver help. Yeah, I think this is yeah. good. I think this. Is yeah, good. I do like Edmonds a lot, but Keenan Allen. I mean, if you get Keenan Allen, get him. Mike Rice, should I trade Clyde Edwards Hilaire for Hunt or Patterson? I also have Chubb Henderson or and J Rob. Chubb Henderson and J Rob. See, no, I, don't I would not I make this. Still. Try and go get no. wide receiver help for CEH. You don't need to go and trade for another lateral position here when you have the other guys. Um, and Hunt and Patterson are both buy or uh, sell highs for us this week, so yeah. we're definitely not on in on that, Mike. But appreciate yeah. you joining the channel today. Appreciate you in a big way. Oh, it's Chuba, not Chubb, that he has on his bench. So that does kind of change it for me, but it's still a situation where I try to go get a wide receiver. Maybe you could package Clyde and Chuba to the CMC owner for something even bigger. So see what you can do uh, there. Or maybe like Clyde and J-Rob for CMC. Yeah, that would be that'd be nice. Uh, Corey Bolt says at Mike, even with. Oh, no, he's asking Mike uh, some questions here. McCaffrey practicing again. It looks like he's going to play. Yeah, I did want to just note the newest update uh, here. Says that they asked CMC if he's going to play, if he could play. And he says, yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> he has a good feel for it. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, that says he has a good feel for it. That's it. Definitely. He said definitely. So it looks like CMC is going to be back this week. Wow. Uh, Corey Bolt, freak. You think, yeah, everything asking there. Oh. He's full practice today. Ignore what I said earlier on the show. Here. Mike Rice saying new to the channel again. Uh, what do you guys nice. think about Russell Wilson or Matt Stafford this week? Eric's asking. I'm going to Stafford. I would go Stafford here. He's been the better play this year. He's been the more consistent play. His offense is running more plays. We see the history of Matt of Russell Wilson versus the Rams. Um, but I do hope that uh, I'm do hoping that Russ is is good to go in this one. This is hopefully a, a high scoring game. He's generally struggled against Seattle or against this, the Rams. This Rams defense we'll does seem a little bit less locked down than some of the ones in the past. Oh, and you're saying still, they don't. It still is talented. It still it has, still has talent. But remember, they've changed over. They've lost Wade Phillips in the last five years. They lost Staley uh, over to the Chargers. So I think they're going through some you know differences in, in in coordinators that's affecting them a little bit. It'll see. It'll be interesting to see where they're at the end of the year. This is just like a bigger level view of it. But that's just kind of where I'm at with the with Rams off or defense this year. So what you're saying is that they're they're not taking after Kanye and they don't have the. The love locked down. The love locked down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. King Stonewall says, hey, would you guys go Jacoby Myers or Corey Davis in a full point PPR? I mean, I love Jacoby mm. Myers in this matchup too, but I think I'm going to go Corey Davis because I think I think New Corey England's has a higher ceiling. Gonna, yeah, New England's just going to handle uh, Houston in this game. And we look at Houston, they have low wide receiver numbers against them because they continue to get boat raced by all these teams. I think Corey Davis in this Atlanta game really has an opportunity here to go off in a shootout in London. Yep. Uh, we answered this one for that guy, Kevin. Yeah. Silver Badger says, who would you, who would be some good guys to go after if I trade Patterson? And he's asking in the chat. And again, this is going to depend on what you need. Um, but I think, you know, look at some of the buy low opportunities. I've been trying to shop Patterson for guys like CD lamb for guys mm -hmm. like Calvin Ridley, um, you know, for guys like I, this, you know, maybe you got to package something, but go after a Stefan Diggs, who people mm -hmm. aren't as high on because Sanders has emerged, but he's still getting great targets. And that's um, so I, I would definitely look at those situations. Yeah. Corey saying to definitely subscribe. We appreciate you, Corey. Oh, Great man. shows appreciate every week. You, man. Uh, we answered this one for Chosen Rose to get that CMC deal done. Uh, Mike Rice asking, what's the value on D-Hop? Is he worth trading if my wide receivers are already DJ Moore, Jamar Chase, Marquise Brown, and Antonio Brown? Yes, I think, yeah, I I think this is an that. opportunity to sell D-Hop on name value and get something back, like a nice uh, running back piece that you could get back here. Mm-hmm. Andre Silver says, is Patterson and Woods for Mixon and A-Rob a uh, trade that is worth it? I think I would do this yeah, deal. Yeah, I would do this deal. And I would do this deal because obviously Mixon banged up and A-Rob a, a uh, buy low or a guy that's underperforming, but so is Woods. And Patterson's a definitely not a guy that's going to get the volume ever that Mixon gets. Yeah. So yeah, I would definitely absolutely do this deal, Silva. Yep. Uh, appreciate you on the channel. Corey Bolt asking if, if CMC is worth, oh, we, we answered this one. Brendan Hidalgo, I just, I want to trade Melvin Gordon away before Javante Williams starts taking over. What are some real realistic wide receiver targets I can make offers for in PPR? If somebody's really hurting, um, you can look at guys, you know, like again, Ridley, uh, Stefan Diggs, maybe in a package. You could look at CeeDee Lamb. I also think AJ Brown's another guy who's now practicing back to back. And if people are frustrated with him sitting on their bench, you could go get him. Um, so that's kind of where I'd be at. Yeah. You want to search a team that needs is really hungry for a, or thirsty for a running back. 
and silver badger just talking again we just answered this a little bit ago about who we could go for should i trade dk and for deandre hopkins and kareem hunt it would mean i'd have to drop hubbard i mean if cmc is coming back uh i think i would do this i think i'd do this deal too um i like dk a lot but he's essentially not getting that many more targets than hopkins in a slower paced offense Mm -hmm. and i think hopkins can have his his volume returned to him and kareem hunt's just a a, a valuable flex piece to have all year long yep uh let's see still oh we got another uh freak stop or two bucks yeah appreciate you man yeah should i start jamal or gordon as a ppr rb2 here i would be starting jamal uh, melvin gordon in a really tough matchup and splitting time against pittsburgh yeah 21 viewers only 11 white likes hook these dudes up everyone appreciate that that. smashing that like button appreciate you mike sbb says should i trade rashad bateman should i stash rashad bateman and see how it goes mooney is currently available on waiver i mean i would have rather have mooney than bateman right now because we've seen mooney in this offense and we've seen the chemistry with fields but Mm -hmm. bateman is worth a stash for sure but i would definitely drop bateman for darnell mooney yes do it 420 says full point PPR Cole Beasley, Tim Patrick, KJ Osborne, Marquez Callaway start two. I would mm-hmm. take Tim Patrick and KJ Osborne in this one. Uh, KJ Osborne got back to seven targets in the last game. Uh, they are going to handily take care of Detroit here. I think he could easily get in for a score. And then Tim Patrick again with, with it looks like Bridgewater may be coming back. I think these are the guys you want to target mm-hmm. um, in the, in this group of guys. That guy, Kevin, says also another trade offer, C.D. Lamb for Calvin Ridley PPR. Uh, see, these are both high-low targets. I guess I C.D. over uh, Calvin. The volume metrics just aren't there for C.D. right now. I think you'd just be buying on pure upside, and I think C.D. is going to be a little bit more inconsistent than we liked. I think both wide receivers for Dallas are going to be more inconsistent than we like. Um. But I, I understand making the play at upside. I, I don't I don't mind it. I think both are by lows for me. King Stonewall says Corey Davis or Jacoby Myers full point PPR. Uh, we talked about how uh, we talked about this. Uh, yeah, we, Corey, oh, Davis, yeah, we this Corey Davis has a higher ceiling. Should I trade away Hop D Hopkins and Montgomery for Najee and Mike Evans? I think we did. Yeah, yeah this we, one too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. G2 uh g2 clean oh, yeah. tv on twitch. twitch appreciate you guys appreciate you man mike rice says thanks guys you got it uh he says am i crazy for start wanting to start alex collins and sit dk against ramsey i mean you're not crazy i just don't think i would sit dk in this one um he especially with lockett and the injury situation going on with him um i think dk needs to be in your lineup but it would depend on who you had and who we're talking about um i i doubt that you're going to have a ton of better options but it could be a deeper league or a, a shallower league oh he's yeah I, yeah that I think question. got it uh i appreciate you guys definitely got my sub and like appreciate you eric Pajamas says james winston or mac jones this week i'm on redemption island right now in the survivor themed guillotine league help I I'd would go Mac Jones. Yeah, I'd go Mac Jones. Hopefully you're getting bonuses for maybe completion percentage or something yeah, like that. that Mac nice. Jones is just a guy that that's definitely more accurate and probably getting more volume than or definitely getting more volume than Jameis Winston. Brian says, what do you think about D Harris if the O-line is healthy? 
Uh, is this Damian Harris? I, I love Damian Harris. I think yeah. Damian Harris, well, last week, if you were with us, he was a buy low because of the, the matchups are starting to open up. And then post-James White ran his most snap share percentage. I know he had a bad game, but he had 64% snap share. That was his highest of his career with the Patriots. And it was um, a difficult matchup ran, for him, He too. ran the most routes of all the running backs uh, in, in New England. So I think there's some stuff there to be had with Damian Harris, as long as he can continue to block well and not fumble. Yep. That was the thing, dude. I was watching him last week with bated breath because there were so many close fumbles. It was such uh, a rainy, sloppy game. And it was like, oh my God, do not fumble. You always worry about that with the rain and, and running backs, dude, especially with Bill Belichick. Yeah. Gus bus says, can I offer Justin Jefferson and hunt for CMC? I'd be tempted to do this. I, I am a little bit scared of, of giving away Justin Jefferson. I think his upside's really elite. If it's PPR, yeah. I kind of would consider CMC here. But I, I think you stick with what you got. I think it's it's I not. I don't think too... you would necessarily even have to throw someone like Justin Jefferson in with the deal. I think you go down a step on like the wide receiver tier and pair it with Hunt for CMC. Yeah, don't sell a guy who's doing what he's supposed to be doing. You know, yeah. Get Hunt with another guy who's overperforming and go for CMC. Exactly. Exactly. The Falcons have announced Calvin Ridley is out for what? Yeah, we uh, yeah, we definitely got that silver badger. Appreciate you with the update there. Breaking news. Yeah, he's not playing this weekend. We know that yep. much. Chubb and Clyde for CMC, or is that a little too much? That's too much for me. I wouldn't. Yeah, I, wouldn't I would that. not. Chubb do that is Chubb is awesome. 10-point PPR league trade, CMC, Jamar Chase, and Aaron Jones. Kittle, what? Is there a... 10-team PPR Trade CMC, Jamar Chase. Uh, here we go. CMC, oh. Jamar Chase for Aaron Jones and Kittle. His running backs. Would you trade away CMC and Jamar Chase for Aaron Jones and Kittle? I would not do this deal. No. Uh -uh. Both Kittle and, and Jones dealing with injury right now. They're a little banged up. Um, Kittle is definitely not who we thought he was going to be coming into this year. A lot of competing targets with other guys there. Um, I would definitely hang on to CMC and Jamar Chase. I would try trading uh, like Jacobs um, and maybe even Javante. Uh, for if you're really wanting like Kittle, it seems like you might need a tight. Yeah, you're looking for a tight end. Uh, so if you wanted to do that, should I play Lockett over AJ Green? I'm liking the matchup, and with AJ and Lockett's injury worries me. The injury worries yeah. me too, but Lockett's matchup this week is actually against the best cornerback he could face against the Rams. It's the the weaker of the matchups, so I actually think I would play Lockett. Um, but I don't mind AJ Green at all um if it if it really wears you off and you and you're liking aj green i'd say roll with your gut here roll with yeah. aj green lark mcflorg says hey guys was wondering <laughs> that's a great name i know lark mcflorg hey guys was wondering what rb2 you think i should play alex collins samaj p ryan jeremy mcnichols give me alex collins on this yeah one. i think of all these guys alex collins uh chris carson likely to be out i think this mm -hmm. is the play here all right, Whisper Nation, that does it for us. We appreciate each and every one of you in here that joined us. If you like fresh fantasy football content, again, hit that subscribe button. Thank you all for joining us for Thirsty Thursday. We will be back again tomorrow for another live yeah. show. We will be doing the news and notes show, going through all the news and notes and the ins and outs and helping you with that. If you want more content, remember you can catch the matchup breakdowns, which we put on all the podcast platforms. And if you want even more exclusive fantasy football content, go to patreon.com forward slash the fantasy whispers and help support the brand by also getting bonus content. Appreciate you guys so much. For Johnny game time Hicks. I'm big Travi. We're the fantasy whispers. We're out. Peace. Peace.
Happy Thursday, Thursday. Right here. Congratulations on making it to the end of the video. If you still have a lot to say about fantasy football, maybe you want to give Johnny a little bit of crap for his take today, then go on over to our Discord channel and join the conversation there. Click the link in the description below. And if you still want more content, check out one of these videos. Homie, don't you hit a whistle.